0: Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 218. O life that maketh all things new, the blooming earth, the thoughts of men, our pilgrim feet wet with thy dew, in gladness hither turn again. Hymn number 218. scriptural will be given by Nancy from New Jersey.
1: Psalm. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusteth in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiceth, and with my song will I praise him. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. For who is God, save the Lord? Or who is a rock, save our God? Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation, and thy right hand hath holden me up, and thy gentleness hath made me great. In God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Proverbs My son, attend to my words, incline thy ear unto my sayings, Let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh.
0: Let us now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Our Father, who is art in heaven. Our Father, mother God, all harmonious.
2: Hallowed be thy
0: name. Adorable one. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 228. O love divine that dwells serene, whose light of life has no eclipse, We feel thy comfort, though unseen, and lay our hand upon our lips. Hymn number 228. the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We start every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion where we discuss this week's lesson and other subjects that need to be covered and learn how to better practice Christian science. And we had a really good one this morning. So if you missed it, Or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com. And you'll also be able to find it on our YouTube channel and our Vimeo channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 a.m. every Sunday. And that Sunday school is available for children anywhere. In fact, many of our Sunday school students don't live in the area, but they can attend on their telephone via a uh, dedicated teleconference number that we have just for the Sunday school. This means that if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, just call us, we'll give you the number. And our Sunday school teachers will be very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. And we also have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally transformed through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers, So you can bring the whole family if you'd like. Let's see. This week is going to be a little busy. Uh, We have our annual meeting of the members scheduled for this Thursday, January 25, at 8 p.m. All members are welcome to attend. And if you uh, can't attend in person... Uh, you will be able to attend via the church's regular teleconference number. So please join us, those of you who are members, at our membership meeting this Thursday, January 25, 8 p.m. And then on Saturday, January 27, we will have our next Bible study session, and that will take place Saturday morning, at 10 a.m., and the Bible study questions are on our website, so please check our website and join us Saturday morning for a rousing session. I'm sure you'll be happy you did. We have over, I guess, 17 different websites in 17 different languages that provide the very finest Christian science literature. Um, music, and other articles and so forth uh, to people around the world, in many cases in their own language. And everything that we provide on all of our websites is free of charge. This is our missionary work, to spread the word of pure Christian science. And one of the articles that is now featured on our English website, I would like to point out and recommend, entitled, Obedience by Mary Baker Eddy. I recommend it highly. And everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from Miscellaneous Writings that attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science Textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Debbie from Illinois. Page
3: 445. One evening I was calling on a neighbor and somehow the subject of Christian science came up. I asked her what it was and what they believed. She told me of a friend of hers who had become a Christian scientist. This friend had passed through great sorrow and disappointment. Her health had failed her, and her cheerful disposition had entirely changed. She could talk of nothing but her troubles and was a most unhappy woman. A few years ago... She visited my neighbor, who, greatly surprised at her changed appearance, for she was happy and well, asked her where her troubles were. The reply was, I have no troubles. I have found true happiness, for I have become a Christian scientist. I became deeply interested and asked if the students in Clinton had public meetings on Sunday. She replied that they had and told me where they were. The next Sunday I went. All was quiet when I entered, for they were engaged in spiritual prayer. Soon they repeated the spiritual interpretation of the Lord's Prayer. I shall never forget the impression that made on me. All the next week I heard the leader's voice repeating the first sentence. I was invited to come again and did so. One of the ladies loaned me science and health with key to the scriptures and offered to give me one, which she did the next week. I have studied it in connection with the Bible. I have greatly improved in health, having had only one attack of a physical trouble which caused great suffering since that time, and that was a year ago. At first, I did not think anything about being healed or of my physical infirmity. I only loved the sacred teaching. How true that God's word does not return on the words of truth that my neighbor's friend spoke to her were what first awakened me. If the one who first hears it does not receive it, it goes to someone who is ready, and it takes root and bears fruit. This is G-H-I Clinton, N-Y.
0: The Bible and the Christian Science textbook are our only preachers. We shall now read scriptural texts and their correlative passages from our textbook. These comprise our sermon. The canonical writings, together with the word of our textbook, corroborating and explaining the Bible texts in their denominational spiritual import and application to all ages, past, present, and future, constitute a sermon undivorced from truth, uncontaminated or fettered by human hypotheses, and authorized by Christ. And today's lesson sermon can be found on page 6 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, Life. The golden text is from 2 Samuel. God is my strength and power, and he maketh my way perfect. The responsive reading is from Psalms. I will love Thee, O Lord, my strength. The The Lord is is my rock and and my fortress and my my deliverer, my my God, my my strength, in whom I will trust, my my buckler. In my distress I called upon the Lord, and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him, even into his ears. He delivered me from my strong enemy, and from them which hated me. For they were too strong for me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands hath he recompensed me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord, and have For by Thee I have run through a troop, and by my God have I leaped over a wall. It It is God that girdeth me with strength and maketh my way perfect. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. I will read from the Bible. Psalms. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life of whom shall I be afraid? Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Numbers And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men, that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, and said unto them, Get ye up this way southward, and go up into the mountain, and see the land, what it is, and the people that dwell therein, whether they be strong or weak, few or many." And they returned from searching of the land after forty days. And they went and came to Moses, and they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land And the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched under the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of a great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. And Joshua, the son of Nun, And Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes. And they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search it is an exceeding good land. If the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it us a land which floweth with milk and honey. Only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not." And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation, which murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel, which they murmur against me. Doubtless ye shall not come into the land concerning which I swear to make you dwell therein, save Caleb the son of Jephunneh, and Joshua the son of Nun. Deuteronomy And Moses went and spake these words unto all Israel. And he said unto them, I am an hundred and twenty years old this day. I can no more go out and come in. Also, the Lord hath said unto me, Thou shalt not go over this Jordan. The Lord thy God, he will go over before thee. And Joshua, he shall go over before thee as the Lord hath said. Be strong. And of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them, for the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. And Moses called unto Joshua, and said unto him, in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and of a good courage. For thou must go with this people unto the land which the Lord hath sworn unto their fathers to give them, and thou shalt cause them to inherit it. And the Lord, he it is, that doth go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. Joshua And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that, as I was with Moses, So I will be with thee. Isaiah. Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might He increaseth strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run, and not be weary, and they shall walk, and not faint. First Peter Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober. Be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith. But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. Isaiah For thus saith the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall ye be saved, in quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. Day-Day from Georgia will now read.
4: I will read correlative Passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scripture by Mary Baker A. God alone is man's life. There is no power apart from God. The supposed laws which result in weariness and disease are not his laws. For the legitimate and only possible action of truth is the production of harmony. Laws of nature are laws of spirit, but mortals commonly recognize as law that which hides the power of spirit. Divine mind rightly demands man's entire obedience, affection, and strength. No reservation is made for any lesser loyalty. Obedience to truth gives man power and strength. Submission to error superinduces loss of power. We cannot fathom the nature and quality of God's creation by diving into the shallows of mortal belief. We must reverse our feeble fluttering, our efforts to find life and truth in matter, and rise above the testimony of the material senses, above the mortal to the immortal idea of God. These clearer, higher views inspire the godlike man to reach the absolute center and circumference of his being. Moral and spiritual might belong to spirit, who holds the wind in his fist, and this teaching accords with science and harmony. In science, you can have no power opposed to God, and the physical senses must give up their false testimony. Your influence for good depends upon the weight you throw into the right scale. The good you do and embody gives you the only power obtainable. Evil is not power. It is a mockery of strength, which ere long betrays its weakness and falls, never to rise. We walk in the footsteps of truth and love by following the example of our master in the understanding of divine metaphysics. Christianity is the basis of true healing. Whatever holds human thought in line with unself love receives directly the divine power. It has been demonstrated to me that life is God and that the might of omnipotent spirits shares not its strength with matter or with human will. The struggle for truth makes one strong instead of weak, resting instead of wearying one. In reality, the more closely error simulates truth and so-called matter resembles its essence, mortal mind, the more impotent error becomes as a belief. The broadest facts array the most falsities against themselves, but they bring error from under cover. It requires courage to utter truth, for the higher truth lifts her voice, the louder will error scream until its inarticulate sound is forever silenced in oblivion. Moral courage is the lion of the tribe of Judah, the king of the mental realm. Free and fearless, it roams in the forest. Undisturbed, it lies in the open field or rests in green pastures beside the still water. In the figure of transmission from divine thought to the human, diligence, promptness, and perseverance are likened to the cattle upon a thousand hills. They carry the baggage of stern resolve, and keep pace with highest purpose. There is too much animal courage in society and not sufficient moral courage. Christians must take up arms against error at home and abroad. They must grapple with sin in themselves and in others and continue this warfare until they have finished their course. If they keep the faith, they will have the crown of rejoicing. Never tell the sick that they have more courage than strength. Tell them, rather, that their strength is in proportion to their courage. If you make the sick realize this great truism, there will be no reaction from overexertion or from excited conditions. A mental state of self-condemnation and guilt or a faltering and doubting trust in truth are unsuitable conditions for healing the sick. Such mental states indicate weakness instead of strength. You must utilize the moral might of mind in order to walk over the waves of error and support your claims by demonstration. If you are yourself lost in the belief and fear of disease or sin, and if, knowing the remedy, you fail to use the energies of mind in your own behalf, you can exercise little or no power for others' help. First cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. When we realize that immortal mind is ever active, and that spiritual energies can neither wear out nor can so-called material laws trespass upon God-given powers and resources, we are able to rest in truth, refreshed by the assurances of immortality, opposed to mortality. That man does not pay the severest penalty who does the most good. By adhering to the realities of eternal existence, Instead of reading disquisitions on the inconsistent supposition that death comes in obedience to the law of life and that God punishes man for doing good, one cannot suffer as a result of any labor of love, but grows stronger because of it. Mind science teaches that mortals need not be weary in well-doing. It dissipates fatigue in doing good. Giving does not impoverish us in the service of our maker. Neither does withholding enrich us. We have strength in proportion to our apprehension of the truth. And our strength is not lessened by giving utterance to truth. A cup of coffee or tea is not the equal of truth whether for the inspiration of a sermon or for the support of bodily endurance. Let us feel the divine energy of spirit bringing us into newness of life and recognizing no mortal nor material power as able to destroy. Let us rejoice that we are subject to the divine powers that be. Such is the true sign of being.
0: We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 188. No eye hath seen, nor tongue declared, nor hath it encountered entered heart of man, to know what God hath here prepared for them that love and trust his plan. Hymn number 188. Now sing hymn number 83. God made all his creatures free. Life itself is liberty. God ordained no other bands than united hearts and hands. Hymn number 83.
5: from the Christian Science textbook, the scientific statement of being, and the correlative passages from 1 John 3 chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind, and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth, Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material, he is spiritual. Behold, woman of love, the Father had bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because he knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and he doth not yet appear where we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself even as he is pure. As, for in him we live, and move, and have our being, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Amen.